You're listening to Vox Talk, the voiceover industry's number one podcast, brought to you by Voices.com. It's about voice acting, growing your business, and sharing your knowledge. Vox Talk is a show that you can be a part of. Getting involved is both fun and rewarding. It's time for this week's episode of Vox Talk with your host, Stephanie Cicerelli. Hi there, and welcome to the show. This week, we'll be talking about the newly announced Apple Watch, reflect on the legacy of Don Pardo, and hear about a recent panel held in Los Angeles with Emmy nominees in the category of Best Animation Voiceover Performance. In the biz, Carmi Levy joins us to discuss Sir Johnny Ives' narration style for Apple product videos. And in the Vox Box, I'm inviting you to share which social networks are working best for you and how you go about choosing the ones you participate on. The Loop, informing you of news and current voiceover events. Did you watch the Apple keynote this week? If you did, and even if you didn't, the Apple Watch is the talk of the town. Of note is how much the Apple Watch relies upon the human voice to work. By growing the demand for voice-based services like voice-driven search and voice-based interactive apps, Apple will ultimately grow the marketplace for increasingly voice-centric talent. Known mostly for voicing Saturday Night Live for much of the past 39 years, the late Don Pardo was also the first announcer selected to join the Television Academy Hall of Fame. His career spanned seven decades at NBC and included work on the early versions of Jeopardy! and The Price is Right, long before Alex Trebek and Bob Barker signed on. Don Pardo passed away at the age of 96 on August 18th in Tucson. Backstage reports, all voiceover jobs start the same way for Maurice LaMarche. They all involve a microphone and a room with carpet on the walls, LaMarche said on August 6th at a Screen Actors Guild Foundation panel honoring nominees for Best Animation Voiceover Performance for the Creative Arts Emmy Awards. LaMarche was joined in a two-hour conversation at the SAG Foundation Actors Center in Los Angeles by Seth Green and Stephen Full, as well as moderator James Arnold Taylor. To read more about these stories, go to the Vox Talk Facebook page for links. The Biz, helping you grow your voiceover business. I'm joined by Carmi Levy in the studio today. I'm so excited to introduce Carmi to you. Carmi is the new senior writer at Voices.com, and he just has so many neat things that we can talk about. Um, this week, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on with Apple. But uh, Carmi, why don't you say hi and, and let everyone know a bit about yourself? Thanks so much, Stephanie. I'm I'm so excited to be here as well. Just thrilled to be part of this company, thrilled to be doing this podcast, and just thrilled to be contributing to the voice of Voices.com. I know I'm a little unconventional because I don't come from a voice background, but uh, throughout my career as a journalist, I have written extensively about how technology can transform the lives of those who use it in creative ways. And Voices.com, to me, is a perfect example of that, literally transforming how people work, how they live, how they create a voice-based business for themselves, whereas just a few short years ago, they could not. It's transformative. I think it's a great example of a new economy business, and it's an absolute thrill to be a part of it. Well, thank you. And I know we've been really excited just knowing that you were coming on board. And if anyone's been reading our blogs lately, Vox Daily has a number of wonderful pieces that Carmi's written, as well as voiceover times. So I think I'm going to just talk a little bit about something that happened this week, if you don't mind. And and surely everyone, well, I know for sure you did, (laughs) watch the keynote, Apple's kind of once a year big to-do about the products that are coming out soon. And you happened to watch it and... 
uh, wrote an article actually about Sir Johnny Ive and his voice. And and so did you want to tell us a little bit about why he struck you as an interesting subject? Well, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a geek, so, you know, guilty as charged. And I've been watching uh, Johnny Ive's career for years. He is the, the, the senior vice president of design at Apple. So when you look at an Apple product, an iPhone, an iPad, or now the, the Apple Watch, he's responsible for how it looks, how it feels, how it works. Um, he also provides guidance to the software that runs on Apple's products. So basically, he really is probably, with the exception of CEO Tim Cook, the most powerful person at Apple. And because Apple is such an influential design company, one of the most influential people in all of consumer electronics. And so uh, he was given the task of voicing the key marketing video for the Apple Watch. And I, I of course, watched it and listened to it very carefully, and I thought... How neat that is. He's not a voice professional yet. You know, here he is. Here's the guy who created this product speaking about his baby. And I thought that was, it was notable. It was a unique performance that really opened my eyes about the power of voice when you allow the creative who created the product to tell the story in his own words. And uh, even if you're not interested in the Apple Watch, it is an absolute must-watch video. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what you're saying is that the authenticity and just the expertise that he has, it really comes through in his voice. And we know him to be a non-professional voice user. So he's obviously not in our realm yet at the same time, was able to communicate quite effectively and dramatically, maybe unknowingly, <laughs> that he was um, sharing about this product and really doing so in a way that people wanted to engage with. I think there's a lot of voice talent out there who wonder, well, how can I sound conversational? Uh, what can I do? And, and how can I even deliver something like that video in such an open and friendly and free-flowing way, yet still maintain that kind of, uh, I guess, uh, sophistication, if you will? I think in, in, in Sir Johnny's case, you know, obviously he created the product, so he has that built-in passion for it. But that doesn't mean that a professional voice talent can't accomplish the same thing. So when you approach a particular uh, job uh, and, and you're researching what you're talking about, you're, you've got the script, you know who, who it is, if you can get deep into that background and become uh, a subject matter expert in as little time as possible... Ask yourself the question before the mic goes live. Do I have that passion for the product? Can I speak to that service as if my life depended on it? And will that come through in the final product? And uh, I think if we took that extra beat, that extra step, we'd be able to hear that difference. And it goes beyond tone. It, be, it goes beyond pitch. It's emotion, and it's the, it's the individual's voice that becomes part of the overall production. It's a very powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And where can they find that video so they can kind of listen to what Sir Johnny is doing and then think about how they might incorporate that into their own reads? Stephanie, you referred before to the article that I wrote for VoiceOver Times, and the link is right in there. It'll take you right to the apple.com website and right to the video, and it'll load and play. Mm -hmm. And it is a wonderful video. I have watched it, and I think one of the particulars that maybe set Sir Johnny apart and perhaps it's been given away that he's a knight and so on. He's British, I would assume. Um, but he has that quality to his voice and, and just being British, frankly, does in some cases add a little more sophistication. It adds a little more, this guy knows what he's talking about. Do you think his accent in particular plays a role in why 
people are so accepting of this message, even though he's not a voice professional? I think it certainly helps to to a lot of ears. I mean, I, the first time I heard him speak before I even knew who he was, uh, I took note of that because of the British accent. And then, of course, I dug deeper and got to know who the man was. But it was the accent that got my attention at first. Uh, so I think there's certain there's certainly resonance there. But not everyone who lives in the UK probably has that ability to move you to that degree. And I think that's it. Is that you don't necessarily just want to rely on your accent. You may not have that accent. What else are you bringing to the party as a voice professional to move the listener to understand your message and appreciate where you're coming from? Mm -hmm. A lot of that does come down to knowing who your audience is. So doing a lot of research, background information, um, even using a product yourself to kind of have that actual firsthand experience. If you can, like clearly if it's an ad for a Lexus or something, maybe you can't just say, hey, I want to take a spin on, on this new model. Um, but certainly the more information that someone has about something, then the more convincingly they can convey that experience to someone else. It's one of the joys of living in the age of the internet, Stephanie, is that you know research is only a tap away pick up that tablet, go online, do some research on the web, read their tweet stream, uh, come over to our blogs because chances are we're talking about it and really get a, it really helps you get a sense of who they are and what makes them tick. And that, you know, that, that you will carry with you into the studio and it makes for a very powerful session. Mm -hmm. Well, I really enjoyed having you here today, Carmi, and I know that we will have you here again, and certainly as people are beginning to get used to kind of the material that you're writing and engaging in the comments, there have been some amazing comments, actually, a lot of really engaged people on Vox Daily and through VoiceOver Times, um, that your input here on the podcast will become more frequent, and, and certainly if anyone would like to hear us cover anything in particular that maybe you haven't heard about recently or that you would like to hear about again, then please do let us know on the Vox Talk Facebook page. Thank you so much, Carmi. Thanks so much for having me, Stephanie. I'm looking forward to what comes next. Voxbox, sharing your audio feedback. Not too long ago, choosing to use social media to market yourself as a professional actor was pretty straightforward. Now, Facebook back in the day was a dominant social media service, and it was an easy decision to simply spend all of your social media energy building up that presence within Facebook. Now that said, time has passed, things have changed, and Facebook, as we well know, isn't the only social network out there. And perhaps there's one that's working better for you now than was then. What I'm asking about is, what social networks are you using? And which ones are proving most fruitful for you? Be sure to let us know by commenting on the Vox Talk Facebook page. Thank you for joining us. Remember to stay subscribed and visit us on Facebook. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli. We'll see you next week.